Hi everyone and welcome to Understand the Bible. This is our thought for the week and we're looking at Psalm 12 this week and we're looking at uh, telling the truth and what happens when a society doesn't focus on the truth. But just before we get to that, let me say, um, if you haven't checked out the website understandthebible.uk, please do have a little look at that as um, I've been writing a new series on the website called Get to Know God. In fact, I've nearly finished it. And we're looking at all the different aspects of God. We're looking at he's infinitely good, infinitely wise, he is powerful and all of those kind of things. If you enjoy this, I'm sure that you would enjoy that as well. So do have a look on the website. And just a, a reminder as well, if you enjoy this and you're not already subscribed, you can subscribe on YouTube, you can like the page or follow the page on Facebook, you can subscribe on the podcast. Um, that, that will be the best way of finding these uh, week by week. They, these are released every week. And uh, yeah, if you're subscribed, then it makes sure that you, you get them uh, every week when they're released. So yeah, do consider doing that if you're not already. But thanks very much for everyone who's already um, done, done that. A few years ago, my wife watched through the whole of the House MD uh, TV series. It was, uh, if you're not aware of it, it was an American uh, series, although it had Hugh Laurie as the, the main doctor. He spoke with an American accent though. Um, but uh, it was a, a doctor, he was playing a doctor who needed to diagnose the, the most difficult cases. You know, people who couldn't be diagnosed by other sort of doctors, regular doctors as it were, were sent to him and he would, he would diagnose them. Now, one of his slogans, one of his sort of catchphrases was, everybody lies. And the idea was that when he couldn't find out what was wrong, it was usually because they were lying about something. And usually it turned out that House was right. It turned out that they were lying and he was usually proved right about that. Um, but uh, it's interesting that that phrase, everybody lies, it comes up in Psalm 12 as well. And it's just interesting at the moment, I think, how that's become a bigger thing in society. And I think we've begun to realise that the politicians and the media, uh, that, that truth can be political. It's all politicised now. You know that back in 2016, post-truth was the, um, the phrase of the year or the word of the year by um, the uh, Oxford Dictionary. I think they picked post-truth. And we're very aware these days of how truth can be very political and we see that. And I think Psalm 12 really speaks in to, those, to that kind of situation. So let me read it out for us, Psalm 12. I'll put the words up on the screen as well. And it says, for the director of music, according to Sheminith, a psalm of David. Help, Lord, for no one is faithful anymore. Those who are loyal have vanished from the human race. Everyone lies to their neighbour. They flatter with their lips, but harbour deception in their hearts. May the Lord silence all flattering lips and every boastful tongue. Those who say, by our tongues we will prevail. Our own lips will defend us. Who is Lord over us? Because the poor are plundered and the needy groan, I will now arise, says the Lord. I will protect them from those who malign them. And the words of the Lord are flawless, like silver purified in a crucible, like gold refined seven times. You, Lord, will keep the needy safe and will protect us forever from the wicked, who freely strut about when what is vile is honest uh, is honoured by the human race. 
Okay, so David, he starts out by saying that uh, no one, that no one is faithful anymore. Those who are loyal have vanished from the human race. So I'm sure that David is exaggerating. He doesn't mean that there is literally no one anymore who is uh, who is faithful or loyal. But sometimes it seems like that. Sometimes it seems like you know lying and this kind of politicking is just so so prevalent that you know it feels like that. It feels like everyone has disappeared. Like how says you know everyone lies and and that is the truth. But sometimes it can seem uh, worse than others. And he talks about um, flattery and deception. And this is this is the thing that you know, we often think about lying as being, you know, deliberately kind of telling an untruth in order to, um, you know, to save yourself or I don't know, um, just out of malice. But flattery and deception, you know, lying can be political as well. You know, we flatter people to kind of try to to climb the greasy pole, you know, to try and further our own career or whatever it might be. And we deceive others to try and make it, you know, make ourselves look less bad and, you know, perhaps put the blame onto someone else. Um, and we don't talk about things um, which are uncomfortable. You know, we just try and focus on the, the things which you know, we think will help us rather than things which are uh, need to be talked about, which are perhaps more difficult to talk about. And all of that comes under deception, I think. It's not so much perhaps telling a deliberate lie, but just focusing on things which will make us look good and, um, you know, trying to flatter other people rather than, you know, just sort of telling, telling the complete uh, truth. So withholding truth can be lying as much as telling a deliberate lie. That's the thing. And so then in verses three and four, it says, May the Lord silence all flattering lips and every boastful tongue. Those who say, by our tongues we will prevail and our own lips will defend us. So saying, may the Lord, he cares, he will silence those who are lying. And that's because that lying is something and deception is something which actually is against him at the end of the day, that God is a God of truth and that when we lie, it is actually against him. And you see that in verse four, it says, by our own tongues, we, we will prevail. Our own lips will defend us. Who is Lord over us? So when we lie and when we deceive, when we flatter, all of those kind of things, what we're essentially saying is, I don't trust God. I don't trust him to you know, give me the things that I, I want or need. I don't trust him with my career. I don't trust him to sort out the things that need talking about or whatever it is. It's just a lack of trusting God. And we're saying, actually, I'd rather trust in myself. Now, when I deceive, I'm saying I trust in myself rather than in God. And that's where it is wrong. And so then uh, in verse five and six, God speaks. It says, because the poor are plundered and the needy grown, I will now arise, says the Lord. So God speaks this time and he says, because the poor and needy are plundered. And before the poor are plundered and the needy grown, sorry. The poor and the needy are often the ones who suffer the most in a society when truth becomes political and when it's all just about flattery and deception. This is this is how it works. You know, when when the government, when people in power, when the media focus on their own advancement and on political truth 
rather than actual truth. It's the poor and the needy who suffer the most. And uh, what I think the tragedy of it all is, very often the politicians and so on, they make a big noise about caring for the poor. They make a big noise about caring for, for the needy and helping them. But actually, they very often they don't do anything to actually help. You know, it's all words. It's not about actions. And, you know, they just say, oh, I care for the poor um, because, you know, to make themselves look good without actually doing anything about it. It's like this phenomenon which has become more of a thing recently on social media, virtue signalling, where people make a big noise about things on social media like this, about caring for the poor or whatever it may be, without actually doing anything. In fact, there was an example of this just yesterday. I noticed that the uh, UK government have reduced the amount of aid that we give overseas from um, 0.7 to 0.5% of our GDP. And you know, a lot of people are on social media complaining about that. And you know, of course, perhaps it's right to complain, but I did wonder, you know, how much do you actually help the poor? How much do you actually do? How much do you give uh, to help? You know, is it just a matter of going on social media just to kind of um, appear to be, you know, to be caring and to be the kind of person that we think? Again, it's just this politicisation of truth rather than actually speaking the truth for truth's sake. Um, but God speaks, he says, I will care. Because the, the, needy, uh, the poor and needy are plundered and grown, I will arise. And it says, the words of the Lord are flawless, like silver purified in a crucible, like gold refined seven times. So God's word is truth. Now, it is the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. God speaks what he means and God never lies. God is the truth. He speaks words of truth. He cannot lie. His, his words are not political in any way. You know, he just speaks the right, uh, the truth. He speaks what is right always because that is what God is like. And so then in verse seven and eight, it says, you, Lord, will keep the needy safe and will protect us from the wicked. So, so we trust God to protect the poor and the needy from the wicked. And it says, verse eight, who freely strut about when what is vile is honoured by the human race. It's like they've got an overconfidence. They think, ah, it doesn't matter. I'm at the top now. I've, you know, by deception, by lies, by flattery, I've climbed my way to the top. And anyway, no one cares about the truth. No one is going to, to hold me up to account. Well, God will hold them up to account and God cares. You know what that um, that saying, pride comes before a fall. And I think that's really true here. You know that the people who are using deception and flattery and so on, they may get proud in that. But God knows, God sees, he cares and he will bring them into judgment. So what can we conclude as we, we come to the end? I'd just like to suggest three things to think about for us as we take this into, into our weeks. The first thing is that God cares about truth and integrity and loyalty. God cares about those things. Do we care about those things? Do we see them in ourselves? You know, that as, as Christians, as people who trust in God, then we need to start bearing God's, um, God's image. You know, we need to start being like God in that respect. 
and you know, one way to take a stand against all of the political truth, against all of the, the lies in, and deception and flattery in society is not to play that game, not to get involved, but instead say, no, I'm going to speak the truth. I'm going to be someone of integrity. I'm going to be someone who is loyal and who, who actually cares about the poor and the needy rather than just makes a show of, of caring about it for my own gain. So do we care about that in ourselves? And the second thing is, um, do we care about the poor and needy? You know, just as, as I just said, now, rather than just caring about the poor and needy for our own gain, to make a show of it, if you like, on social media or, or whatever, that actually to help, you know, what can we do? Can we actually highlight some actual issues which people are ignoring? What can we actually do in that circumstance? Can we write to our MP? Can we uh, raise the profile uh, online? Or you know, what, what can we do? Can we make people aware? Can, we can definitely pray. And that's something that we can all do. You know, we can bring, bring these things to God and ask God for help, uh, in, in, you know, for one, for his help, uh, for the people that we care about, uh, but also to give us you know, hearts that care and heart, you know, a wisdom in knowing how best to, to help people. So we can all pray. That's something which we should be doing. And the third thing, the final thing, is that God will judge and God will save. We need to remember that God will judge uh, those who are wicked, but God saves those who turn to him. We just need to look at Jesus in that. Um, you know, Jesus is someone who, who, who was the truth. You know, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. Now, Jesus is the truth. Jesus is loyal. Jesus cares about the poor and the needy. Jesus is the one who saves. So we need to look at him and we need to become like him. Uh, and, and that is how we fulfill what Psalm 12 is, is really talking about. So let's take a moment to pray as we come to the end here. And um, yeah, so let's let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you that although we do live in an age where it seems like all truth is being politicised, um, where very few in, in politics or, or in the media are speaking the truth uh, plainly and clearly. Nonetheless, we thank you that you are a God who is the truth. You never lie and that you care, you see and you will act uh, to save. And we pray, Lord, especially for the for the poor and the needy, for those who are most affected by this. And pray, Lord, that you would lift them up and help us to be able to uh, to have the wisdom uh, to grow like Christ, to grow uh, truthful ourselves, grow in integrity and uh, have the wisdom to know how we can help in practical ways. So please help us, Lord, to grow in the ways that you want us to. And we pray that you would help us to learn the lessons from Psalm 12. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks very much for joining me today for the Thought for the Week. Do remember to subscribe uh, wherever you're watching this or listening to this. Um, and um, yeah, do check out the website understandthebible.uk for lots more, um, not just Thought for the Weeks or videos, but uh, lots of other things as well. Thanks for watching, everyone, and God bless. See you again next time.